Hello, friends, and uh, welcome back to Behind the Red Light. I am your host, Larry, and sitting with me, of course, is not our guest, but our subject matter expert, Jim. Jim, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep. I uh, hesitate calling you the star because wouldn't want that to go to your head. No, and... I won't be able to fit through the door if no, we do that. No, no, if we did that. Uh, I mean, we know each other well enough to know that if we don't, even <laughs> alluded to Yes, there, there's no reason power. to... Inf- yeah, don't inflate either one of our egos. That's a bad <laughs> idea. But uh, welcome back to um, Behind the Red Light. Hopefully you enjoyed the last four episodes and as you can tell we're, we're we're no longer taking the baby steps to go into the deep end we're just no. diving in there no yes yes well certainly after the uh, uh after the final two episodes of that first four i think people were realizing yeah we're uh, we're gonna get in there yeah we're, we're we're totally gonna get in there and this in this episode we should know that we're gonna go uh Deep. Uh, this is, this if, is the if, deep end of the pool. Yes. Uh, the, you, you don't have a choice. But before we get started, we should let you know we do not endorse. No. We are not selling to. No. We are not encouraging. No. We are not sponsored by. No. <laughs> this, is, this is just for historical purposes, storytelling purposes, entertainment purposes, informational purposes, what have you. But it is certainly by no means either of us encouraging you lighting the way pointing the way or doing anything of the sort no but if you are of sound mind and hopefully single because both jim and i are staunch monogamists yes we are uh you know do you but we're just here to give you the information yes now my wife has been hearing me use vulgarities for (laughs) years now Not quite like this, though, I don't Not think. quite like this, but I think it is very, very important to the audience to know that I have a very, very understanding missus. 20 years ago, she saw me on stage screaming vulgarities while playing an instrument and has recently seen me shout vulgarities at an audience, which you have, too. I have, yes. But not an instance like this. So she understands that I'm going to use language that is not pertinent to standard... Uh, human consumption and use well i think that in this particular instance and this goes to the subject today uh is one of those things that's a real um it's a real hot button for me in a manner of speaking because this the existence of the menu which is what we're going to talk about today yes we're finally getting to the menu even though i've been trying to put it off and i'm still putting it off right now but the but the uh and I think they'll understand why once yes. we get into it. Uh, the existence of the menu in the first place is, in my opinion, a direct result of the breakdown in Western culture where there is no ability to discuss sex on any level with anybody. Okay. We don't, and, and I think it's a major problem. We don't talk about it. We don't have a really strong sex education in this country. We do not have uh, anybody explaining how you're supposed to or what would be a good way of discussing sex with your partner or, or partners, as the case may be. And it doesn't happen. And so what, what ultimately comes of it is people who are part of the sex business in any way, shape, form, I don't care whether it's uh, prostitution, porn, whatever, they all learn, and even customers like myself, learn very quickly that 
part of being in this world means being able to very frankly discuss what you like, what you don't like, what your do's and your don'ts are. And this is a conversation that takes place throughout the sex. And I don't care whether it's anything from S&M to porn to prostitution to wherever. These conversations very frankly take place because they have to in order for us to offer consent in, in, a, in a way that is, is true consent and so on and so forth. And outside of those worlds, it's not talked about. And the number of partners that I've had outside the sex business that I've said because of my association with it and my understanding of it, where I've looked at them and said, okay, what are your do's and don'ts before a first encounter? And they look at me with these just like as if, wait, what? What did you ask? Oh, the deer in headlights. Yeah, and they, and they have they have nothing to say. They just sit there and stammer because they can't communicate what is an absolute no for them what or what is a yes for them. Or you say, what do you like and don't like? And they just look at you and say, well, you know. Well, no, I don't, because that's it's different for every person. Everybody is built differently. Every part is different from one person to another. Somebody's nerve endings might concentrate a little more here than here. Everything is different. And if, if you don't have the ability to say, this is what I like, well, then you can't look at a partner later on down the road. or And you hear this a lot where you know, some, you'll look at a friend and say, oh, you and so-and-so, yeah, this isn't going to work out. Oh, well, why? Well, you know, we, uh, no, it wasn't very good. Well, what was wrong? Well, it just, it just didn't, didn't meet my expectations or whatever. And the first, well, did you talk about it? Well, no, of course not. Why would we talk about that? And you, and if, from my point of view, I hear that and you say, and say to myself, you stupid fool, how, what, what did you expect? If you weren't able to discuss it, if you weren't able to have that conversation, how can you expect to have a good sex life? And that's where the menu comes in, in a brothel setting, is in because people can't talk about what they want or whatever, these act as a conduit for the working girl to get a guy who's shy or unable to say what he wants or is, you know, it's his first time and he's, he's nervous. It's a way to sort of ease him into talking about it by saying, hey, this is what's on the menu. Not what he is into or isn't into, but just in general, this is a place to start. It's a it's a it's a jumping off point for a frank discussion about sexual proclivities. Well, and we're gonna dive into that menu, folks. I do hope your kids are not in the car while <laughs> we uh, go over this. <laughs> this is certainly Actually, an if adult your podcast. Uh, yes. yes, if your kids are in the car while listening to this, then that's nothing we can do about it. I mean, if you chose to listen to this with them in the car. That might have, that might have been a bad idea. Might have been a bad idea. Might have been a bad idea. Well, may so, I? Uh, may I? May I just? I would like to now, for the sake of the audience who can't see this. Yes. What I have here is a menu from the world famous historic Chicken Ranch. This is located in Pahrump, Nevada, which is uh, this would be one of the closest brothels to Las Vegas. Um, and on the cover, it has their logo and so on and so forth, and shows where the place is at relative to Las Vegas. On the back of it, it literally shows directions on how to get there, uh, along with a phone number and so on and so forth. Tells you to look in the white pages of the telephone book. I don't even know if Las Vegas has a telephone book Probably anymore. Probably not. Uh, and then inside, it has a little history of the chicken ranch. We're going to do a deep dive on this place, so I'm not going to go into that now. And after you have that, 
we are into what looks like a, a menu, but uh, has different things and so on. And then the following pages has an explanation of what each of these things is. I'm going to hand this over to you. Yes. Yes. Now, uh, the first thing that I noticed when when you first hand me the menu in the first place was, uh, you know, there was a cost to the menu. I mean, you know, just take it home, show it to your friends, like, aha, look what yeah. I got. Yeah, it's a great souvenir, by you the know, way. This is, it, because I've never seen anything like this. I actually have this, as you know, but for the sake of the audience, I have this hanging in my barbershop. Yes. Yeah. And the first thing that you will notice when you open the page is the lack of price. Right. There are no prices on any of these things whatsoever. Correct. Because as we've discussed before, the girls set their own prices. Now, I have known some girls to write prices on these. Oh. Um, not all girls do that, uh, but some will. Um, but that's, uh, yeah. So there's just, a, but it is at least divided up like a menu: appetizers, specialties, dessert, a la carte, the entrees, entrees. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to uh, it's it's going to get a little dicey. We might need two episodes to go over this whole thing. <laughs> so, oh, Jim's getting excited. Well, I'm not not well, not that excited. Don't worry. Oh, I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, everything's pretty much laid out um, on, on on two different pages. On one page, you have uh, the the menu items, if you will, mm -hmm. and then on the next page, you have definitions and and what they are. Yeah, because this is going to give some of our uh, folks an introduction to some of the lingo that exists within prostitution as well. Although that's not necessarily the the subject of today. We're going to, by, by proxy, cover a little bit of that now. Well, yeah, you're definitely going to get an education today. There's yeah. there's no way of getting around it. Yeah. The first one, uh, we'll go over the appetizers because mm -hmm. that's what's on the list. Okay, the first one is the massage. Mm -hmm. Now, considering where you're going, mm -hmm. it's exactly what it's... It, it, it's exactly what it sounds what like. What it sounds like. You're not expecting necessarily a therapeutic massage. No, here. no. There's a there's a certain organ that, that's going to get massaged. It's going to get massaged more than anything else. Yes. Correct. And it's an appetizer. I guess this is, this, this is the pregame before the uh, it inevitable. Could, it could be. Or it could be a situation where a guy sa says... Uh, uh, this is probably more for younger guys, but you know, I, I'm going to, we're going to have more than one round, yes, if you will, and this is going to be the opening round, and then you know they would finish with something else like intercourse or whatever. This is the first salvo. <laughs> that's a, that's one way. That's of one way it. of putting it. Yeah, like that one. Sure. And then, uh, well, and not for nothing, but what if you don't show up with? You know, the kind of money that requires an entree. What if you just have massage money? Well, You're still getting something. Yeah, that could happen, too. Uh, you know, the girls the girls are trained, you know, that that not everyone that comes in is going to be, to use some Las Vegas terms, a whale. You know, not everybody that comes in is, is going to be able to afford a $50,000 experience. Does that happen in these places? Yeah. I'm not going to say that it doesn't. It does happen. Uh, I've been present for several of them. Um, none that I've been involved yeah, with. Yeah, I was about to say, did they pull up a chair? <laughs> no, but, you know... <laughs> was that part of one of the menu items? No, but when something like that happens, you know, you're sort of privy to it. These things sort of get around. You yeah. Know, there's, there's no vine like the hoe vine, as they say. So, you know, things get around. Well, I've been around bars long enough to know. Now, this yeah. is just a bar. Yeah. 
where when a certain person comes in, mm -hmm. you can tell who they are by the way they're dressed, what they're drinking, yes. where they're sitting, who are they sitting with. Well, and remember the a uh, couple episodes ago I was discussing the gentleman that came into the bar dressed as a woman? Yes. That that was one of those parties that was a lot of money. Of course, well, that that was that was a lot of money. I don't recall what the exact number was, but it was it was over 10,000. I do remember that much. Well, there were multiple people involved in uh there that were, gentleman's game. There were three girls. It was an overnight party. It was yeah. So I mean, this was I I I don't know why the number twenty four thousand sticks in my head. I could be wrong, but that 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 number sticks in my head. Well, after the massage, we have the exchange massage, which mm -hmm. I'm guessing is is both people you're rubbing on each other, rubbing absolutely. on each other. Not not, uh, and then there's the breast massage mm -hmm. where. You know, it kind of. I think that again is pretty well self-explanatory. You're either rubbing them or she's rubbing you with them. Yes, as the case may be. Uh, the lingerie show. Yeah. Now this, it's just a modeling type. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Strip. Striptease yeah. type thing. Mm -hmm. I, uh, and the thing about this is that you'll notice that with all the appetizers, what they are is they're somewhat low key. Yes. You know, they're not. They're not the deep end of the pool. So a lot of times what the girls will do is they won't necessarily have a an individual price for these. They will say, we could start this way because it's something he's comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And then we could move to this and this, and the price for all those things would be this. So that's the way that presentation could work out, So which is one of the reasons a lot of the girls don't put prices with it. Okay. Because they're going to package something together. Oh, okay. That makes a that makes a lot of sense. It's yeah. like, look what I'm trying on. Is this something that you would be interested in right. wearing? Again, if you remember back to my first party where, you know, she started that with a striptease. Now, she didn't pull out a menu in my case because I was a little more comfortable with talking about it. But the bottom line is if you would look over this type of thing and then consider the way that party went, you could see how she would have very easily, had I been clammed up, have been able to go boink, boom, boom, and pick yeah. that party. Uh, bubble bath. A that, bubble, uh, yes. That's pretty self-explanatory. And a lot of fun, especially depending on where you are, because the houses typically have rooms that are designed for this type of activity. So, like in the case of Sherry's Ranch, they have a bubble bath room, which you have alluded to. Yeah, and it's it's a large a large two three person tub that sits in the middle of this room, and it's a, it's a yeah it's a good time, <laughs> and it's a surreal experience because it's something that you're not going to be able to replicate necessarily at home or in a hotel somewhere because the room's designed for it. And the last appetizer is the hot French oil massage. Mm -hmm. French massaging oil that massages the man with... Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. These six things can easily be done at home. Yeah, yeah, all of them. All of them. So if you're you're, you're a married man or a you know, single things... person with a partner, I hey, we just we just um, Dr. Ruth them. I was gonna say, let me yeah, I, I'm gonna go a little bit further on the old Dr. Ruth thing here. Let me let me let me point something out. I am all for saving marriages. Uh, you know, as you and I have said before, we're we're both monogamists. Yes, I believe very strongly in marriage and. I also know that over a lifetime, it can be easy for things to get boring or whatever if you're with the same person. If you and your significant other are out in Nevada, there is nothing wrong with going to one of these places with no intention of doing anything sexual. There you go. Nothing. Just go out, 
get the free tour, tip the girl for her time, end up in the little gift shop there, buy yourself a t-shirt, buy yourself one of these menus, go back to Las Vegas, and then you've got this menu to say, hey, maybe we should live out some fantasies here. Yeah, which one would you charge for? Well, but it's, again, the neat thing about this is it gives that couple an opportunity to live their fantasies and discuss things that they're having a hard time talking about. Yeah. Again, if they're not – the number of couples, if you look at them and say, when did you ever sit down with your spouse and say, these are the things that really get me off, I'm going to tell you, nine times out of ten, you're going to get it. We never did that. We've never done that. Even if they've been married 20 or 30 years, they've never done it. Now, how, how sad is that? So this thing could be – a lot more than just what it is. Even, yes, you know, it for is. a couple that took it home, it could really save a marriage. Well, there are a couple of things here that uh, I don't know if I should move on to ranch specialties first or do the a la carte. Let's well, go to ranch specialties okay. next because a la carte, it's after reading some of the list, it's a little bit more fringe. Yes. I yes. guess is the best way to put sure, it. Sure, we'll a go little, with that. Little, there's a little bit more of a niche is a word that's... that's Which is sort of why it's off on its own on the whole a la carte idea. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, the ranch specialties. Uh, complete course of fun and sex. Okay, the VIP lounge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, apparently there's a lot going on in there. Yes. Um, at a number of the different ranches, the facilities are their own entity as part of this whole experience, which, we'll again, we'll discuss as we go into some of the more particulars about each house. But, um, yeah, there are sometimes there's VIP suites or at Sherry's they call them bungalows. There's different things that add to the experience. Yeah, you can tell the age of this because it says videotape player. Yeah, yeah, certainly we've, uh, yeah. Moved beyond that. Well, again, I think I got this on my first trip out there, and that was 20 years ago. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Completely understandable. Because uh, number 13 is movies, which mm-hmm. you can understand. You know, it kind of... It's... Well, yeah. And uh, there are there are a number of men that will go out there, and the sex is very secondary. You know, so just the being able to have a date, so to speak. And that's why a lot of these facilities have all sorts of different options where because down south in the southern part of the state, you cannot take the girl outside of the ranch. So you are locked down there with her. So if you want to do something that is outside of just a quick, you know, roll in the hay, the facilities have to become adept at being able to offer that right so a lot of them will will have a room where that you can have a private dinner with them or there's you know so that you can have a date so to speak or like they're saying here watching movies or you're doing things that you would normally do on a date with somebody well watching that kind of movie with a with a girl is a great way to open up with them especially if you're in this kind of situation absolutely you know why you were here and then now you got to get it's kind of like a baby step yes yes very much so now, it does say in date where a man may stay for extended periods of time, such as an overnight with a lady in her room at the ranch. Mm-hmm. If you remember me talking about my first trip out there, I talked about my buddy who was who was at the chicken ranch the night before I got into town. Uh, that, that, that was the extent. <laughs> that was what he was doing, where he could barely move the next day. That would look like the more costly of the choices to be made. Yes, yes. Uh, he... he um, 
the gentleman I'm talking about has a very, very high-end job in a very high-end industry. And he, All right, he, then. He, he lives in Chicago. He does make very, very good money, and um, he he likes to reward himself on certain birthdays. Well, then there you go. Yeah. And, yeah, the end date definitely sounds very, very expensive, especially after everything that we talked about. Yeah. Audio Delight, that seems... I mean, I guess if you're an audiophile or something like that, I don't really know how to explain it. It says, unique travels into pleasures of sound. Listen to different fantasies while enjoying your favorite appetizer. Well, um, and that could take any number of forms. Yeah. Uh, especially over the last 20 years, the rise of ASMR, I would imagine that has changed quite a bit in terms of how they do, how they do this at the ranch. Hmm. You know, that, that does... I have listened to some of that ASMR thing because I thought this is ridiculous. And then I realized as I was listening to certain ones, it does – there is something that does happen with it. Yes. There is sort of a – what would be the word I would use? Sort of a tingling sensation or whatever. So I could see where if you would couple that with an actual physical act, although I've, this is something I've never done, I could see that that, that could be – that could be a wild experience. Well, I would listen to – I got introduced to ASMR when I was in Afghanistan – and I used it to help me sleep. Yeah, because yeah, it yeah. just kind of like the 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 tension would just slowly drop in. I there was the sounds that were just being used. It was the person who was talking to me. I mean, it, there's I I can't explain it, but it was very very relaxing. I listen to rain every night to sleep. Oh, well, and that's I could, one way and, to do it. And, yeah, and I could see where if I was to listen to that again, I've never done it, but I could see where listening to that as that might be a very relaxing enjoyable thing to do and we listen to the air conditioner or some sort of white noise yes as as it helps you sleep so yes. there is something that can be said as far as as audio a passion chair party available at the vip lounge so what is this passion chair well it's a uh for all intents it's a sex chair it, it, it moves in certain ways and allows access in certain ways and that kind of thing uh uh, it's a neat little trinket. Uh, I, <laughs> I've never, I've never utilized it, but uh, it, it's it very similar to like the whole sex swing idea or whatever. It's just adding a certain aspect to the situation that you wouldn't ordinarily get. Again, you know, a lot of this stuff, if you've ever looked at it in a magazine or whatever, it's they're incredibly expensive, like the sex chairs and the swings and this and that. And so most people do not have that in their home, nor would they purchase it to put it in their home. Because, like, in the, especially in the case of the swing, it requires you to permanently install that against a load-bearing beam. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you no, know no, what no, I mean? No. In the house. And you're thinking to yourself, what if somebody comes over? How do you explain the... Uh, yeah, it's not that easy to take it down. You How know, do you explain so, the eye hole that's sitting right above your bed? Absolutely. Like, um... <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, and then I remember hearing about a, a variant of this at an illegal brothel. Oh, that existed many, many, many years ago. Uh, it was pro it was gone in the very early days of my life. I was still an infant when it was finally shut down. But um, there used to be a uh, an illegal brothel in another part of Pennsylvania. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to give any names or anything. Again, we don't bury anybody nope. here. But they and we don't expose things that we aren't a hundred percent sure of. No, but they used to have something on the menu called a bitch in a basket, 
And the way this worked is the gentleman was placed onto a massage table and he was tied down. And then two girls would come in and uh, they would uh, get him aroused. And hanging over this table was a basket with a hole placed in it in a very special place. Of course. One of the girls would get into the basket and so that all that was exposed and down was her genitals. And this had had a whole contraption that would lower her onto him. And her legs were in the air enough such that they could take her and spin her around. Oh, well. And that was known as bitch in a basket. So uh, <laughs> this is an old school thing, these contraptions that, you know, a house will have as a specialty or whatever. Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. That happens. That that happens. Yes. That happens. Well, I don't know if anybody has one today. I've always heard about it and how notorious it was, but I've never seen one anywhere. But I will tell you, I, I think I'd like to try it well, at least once in my <laughs> once in my life. What grown-ups do in their spare time. Absolutely. Why not, right? Well, the last menu item that we're going to talk about today is the jacuzzi. Because it's yes. on ranch specialties. Yes. And I figure this would be a good way to end this episode. We are definitely going to have to do a part two on yes. this. Now, the interesting thing about the jacuzzi, this is a really good thing to mention, is that in most of the houses... You cannot have sex in the jacuzzi. Cleaning. Sanitary Correct. reasons. Correct. So, um, and the reason I bring that up is one of the men that I've met over the years is a gentleman named Lance Gilman. Now, Lance is, and I use his name because he is one of the owners, so his name is out there for anybody to see. So I'm not exposing anybody or anything of the sort. And Lance... Um, purchased the Mustang Ranch years ago, and when he redid it, one of the things that bothered him, he was a customer before he was an owner. Oh. And one of the things that bothered him was the fact that they, they couldn't use the jacuzzis. So when he redid this place, there are several rooms that he built jacuzzis into them, and then he bought brand new jacuzzis, top of the line. And told the men who were installing them, I want a hole drilled in the bottom and a drain put in. And these guys are looking at him as if he'd lost his mind. They're like, are you are you crazy? Do you know what these things cost? And he's like, I don't care. This is what I want done. And then he had a hot water heater installed above each of these special rooms. And there's a spigot coming out of the ceiling. So that all you have to do is pull on this cord. It turns the spigot on and can fill the hot tub. And I believe he said it was like five minutes. Huh. And they can drain them in 10. So that you could have the experience in the hot tub and the thing can be drained, sanitized and cleaned in between each party so that they could do that. And that's the extent to which this guy went to make sure that you could have that fantasy if you were at the Mustang. Oh, he probably had those hot tubs paid off within the first day of opening. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Because it's Without something even you thinking about it. You couldn't do it anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, so that specialty, that ability to offer that, boom, you know, money right there. Now, this says couples and groups. Mm -hmm. Define couples and groups. So couples is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, there are There was a day when women were not permitted in brothels. Where not single women, not women with their husband, they just weren't allowed in there. The theory was that it would cause trouble. 
Specifically, if a woman shows up alone, they think she's a customer, and instead she's there to catch her husband in the act, and then there's drama. Which we covered in right? an earlier episode. Yeah, so don't want that. So they won't they won't permit that to happen. You know, that was that was the theory. But of course, as things changed over the years, there were brothel owners that realized, hey, wait a minute, lesbians are an untapped market here. And or bisexual women. And we need to be able to service this portion of the population. And so that rule started to get lightened. And it started with couples being allowed in and then single women were allowed in. Sometimes those couples are two women. Um, you know, so it, it, it varies, but that's generally the way to think of it. The uh, group activity can take some, some forms that uh, you might be a little bit surprised by. Um, there are a number of groups of guys, you know, friends, you know, maybe teammates, whatever, right. four or five guys who decide they're going to go out there. And wouldn't it be great if, if we could have this debaucherous party together or whatever and so what happens is they each must pick a girl you know there can't be there has to be you know a girl per for every guy and they in turn go into you know a group environment uh which the ranch does have and they have a good time well there you now, go then now i don't know that i would now now, now larry you and i are pretty close but uh, uh, I no. cannot see. The us. answer is no. Yeah, that the answer is no. Without a doubt, it's Quit a no. Quit talking about it. Yes, it's no. a no. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, I'm not no. doing this. No, mm -hmm. I, it, I, even if I was single. Yes, yeah, it's still a no. Still no. Yeah, it's it's no, still a no. I this, don't. I I I've never been. It's a private activity yes, for me. <laughs> I've, I've never cared of uh, of sharing. Now, so here's the thing: I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if if the environment, like the environment of the chicken ranch, is okay to do this. They have that VIP area that they're talking about. If I recall correctly, it's been a while since I've been there, but they have three bedrooms connected to a common room. Right now, if I had a few of my friends and we're there and we're in the common room drinking, laughing, having a good time, and slowly somebody peels off and goes to a private room, that I'm okay with. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally okay. I am not having a, a group no, party where no, bodies are flying not everywhere. Not seen, no. not heard, that's not right. talked about. That's right. The orgy thing not happening. No, no, that, not that, for me. Never really get it anyway. That's too many parts flying around that I don't want to know. The, yeah. the, there's too many people floating around that I don't want to know. Yeah, that, that might touch me. No, yeah, I'm good. No, uh, no, no, I don't want no. that. Well, now that we've covered that, um, mm -hmm. we would like to let all our fans know that we finally have a web page up. We do. Where if you want to ask us questions or anything that we could answer Absolutely. for you. Absolutely. We've made it easy by it being a Facebook page. And so you can, you can very, very easily just go onto Facebook and type in behind the red light, and you will find us immediately. It is very easy to find Facebook at, or I think it's, I think it's how they do it is Facebook at behind the red light, yeah. and it'll take you right there. So by all means, go there, send us a message, ask any question you'd like to. Uh, uh, tr please try to be polite. Or We're not here to discuss the uh, the whether it should be or it shouldn't be or anything of that nature. It just is. We're here for informational purposes. Or if you want to be a little bit more discreet, uh, you can email us, email us at behindtheredlight702 mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Absolutely. Again, that is behindtheredlight702 at gmail.com. 
com. And know that if we ever receive something and we're gonna we're gonna address what you've sent us, we will never ever 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 use your name. No, we will not do that. We will uh, we will be very very careful about the way that's done. Nothing will be shared. I promise you. We will not do that. And that is why we set up the email. Now, granted, we understand Facebook. You want to be a little bit more friendly, mm-hmm. want, want some mm-hmm. contact, want people to talk to. Great. Not a place to hook up. Place to get your answers. Right. Your well, and also, and also, I anticipate the possibility that some of the ladies might message us, in which case, you know, if the ladies want us to use their working name, fine. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that at all. But, uh, again, the email... If you want to have a more discreet conversation about yes. what you're talking about or yes. a discreet comment, completely understand there. But that's the end of our trip. I guess we'll do part two of what's on the menu next. Absolutely. I've been Larry. That has been Jim. And uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Until next time.